Working your way through the woods is difficult. There is no path. You are cutting down uh, branches. Uh, you, Nathan's provided you with a map and you're kind of using that to guide your way through. You can't see the sky. It's really hard to navigate in these woods, but this is your home. You are familiar with forests as you cut your way through and carve your way forward. But again, the forest is dense. You can kind of hear the chittering of birds around you, the sounds of things scrabbling in the brush. Nothing obvious pursues you. Zaga, you hear the faintest whispering in your ear. Well, initially you think it's in your ear, but then you realize it's perhaps a little bit deeper than that. Officially, initially you think someone's whispered to you to look to see who said it, but kind of like then you hear the whisper again and it hasn't changed direction. Go to the right. I go to the right. Quite easily, you see Zaga starting to kind of go off track. Uh, Zaga, where, where are you going? Tell them to follow you. Don't worry, it's safe. I, we're going this way, I think. Well, we're going this way. Well, come with, come with me. But I, I thought, I mean, I'm looking at the map. Why do you think that you way? Think you've seen something good. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw a path this way. I think we need to go this way. But if it's a path, it might be like lizard folk territory or something. We, we don't want to stumble into someone else's. There aren't really many marked paths around here. Nathan kind of narrows his eyes very slightly at you and goes, "Let's see what she finds." Might be useful. Okay. Um, okay, well, I'll keep an eye on the map so that we can find our way yeah. back if it's not the right way. But if you're sure, Zaga, you, you, you're you smart. Yeah, sure. Anything else? Zaga feels like the kind of person that gets information from strange places. I won't put it past her to know something good around the corner. He gives you kind of like a knowing look and then you start to make your way through the woods. Yeah, I kind of make eye contact with, her, with everyone probably for the first time since this whole ordeal. Because I imagine that as I started walking off, I'm just staring where I'm going. Yeah, it's you're not being forced. You can just feel something talking to you and telling you where you should go. You make your way through the thick woods. It's kind of midday-ish, and sunlight filters through the thick canopy of leaves, dappling the forest floor with like a warm golden glow. And all of a sudden, the air has this stronger, sweet scent of wildflowers. You just hear the sound of gentle, trickling water. As you continue to progress the path, Zaga, every now and again, you're kind of told the general... If you ever kind of go off path, you hear the whisper, like, to the right, to the right, kind of telling you which way to go. As you walk through the woods, you feel the hum of magical energy emanating from ahead. And the trees give way to a pool around 20 feet across and a waterfall flowing into that pool that emerges from a rocky outcrop next to the waters. You see a number of deer with flower-wreathed antlers drinking from the pool that take a moment to observe you before returning to drinking from the pool. And as you stand in this magical place, you hear the sound of a harp from an unseen location, and you feel invited to drink the waters, perhaps to even bathe. Zaga, you hear a little whisper in your head, you're welcome. If I just, I say thank you under my breath, I don't know if anyone hears it or anything, but I just say thank you under my breath, and then look at the rest of the party and say, well, uh, what are we waiting for? You definitely hear that. Yeah, with a past perception of 15, you hear a whisper something under a breath. Sorry, did you just say thank you? I just, I knew, I said, ah, there's you. As uh, in, there's the pool. How did you know it was here? I just feel like I'd seen it in one of my books. She's a talented mage. I won't put it past her. True, true. What, what are we waiting for? Come on. Nathan kind of walks over to it slowly. You see he pulls out his water skin and kind of pulls it into the water. 
and drinks it. And then he's like, it's sweet. Sweet? Like, it's like sweet water. Kind of takes another sip. And kind of, kind of puts his water flask in and like really fills the deep and drinks it. Can I rummage through my memory to see if I've heard of any stories of Arcana sweet water? Or history, I would say. Seven. Seven. You can't think of anything, but I will give you for free that you know that there are places in this wood that are touched by the Fey realm. Oh, okay. So this is what I would assume it this, is. This could be what that is. It is not necessarily something to... But it's probably possibly what I would assume. Yeah. And also, not everything from the Fey realm is benevolent. Yeah. So, like, you have no indication whether this is a good or a bad thing. Okay. It, like, it could be a trick. It could be an illusion. It could just be a wizard trying to kill you. You know that such nice things exist, but you... you and I'm not saying this to sway you. Basically, you don't know either way. Yeah. This is yeah, as likely to be a good thing as it is a bad thing in your mind. Do I know about this voice? It sounds very familiar, if you know what I mean. I think I know what you mean. Cool, cool. Sweet water like Nanny's tea. Give me a sip. And Derek just runs over and dips his head into you the... You plunge your whole face into the water. How does Derek take his baths? What temperature are they? Um... Ooh, I'd say I'd say fucking hot. Like, like, like hot. Like as, as much as a, a gem dragonborn skin could take. When you yeah, you kind of sit into it and you go, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> as you go yeah. yeah, you dunk your head in and it is that temperature of water. Like it feels like a lovely mm. hot bath, and you guzzle kind of like sweet water, and it is sweet as you as you drink it, and you feel invigorated. You feel um, like you could accomplish anything as you drink down this water. Mm. You, you said tea, but I thought you said teat. Yeah, I also yeah. did. Yeah. I was like... I heard tea, but it still sounded... I, yeah, I was like, I knew he said tea. I was worried he was going to say teat. That is teat. Nathan hands you a waterskin um, Belmont. Just drink it. Nice. Are you sure? Honestly, that is safe, isn't it, Velma? Um, yeah, it's safe. Have it. There you go. Can I do a, like, insight check? Is he acting... Yeah, go for it. A bit weird. Go for it. Ah, that is a free... Uh, you can't no, tell. It. You can't tell either way. Like, oh, go on then. Let's. It's not the first time I've drunk from strange places. Been to some of those low town bars you've taken me to. Again, it tastes again like sweet water, not in a sickly way. It's pleasant to drink, um, and you feel very refreshed. Hmm. How's the water in there, Derek? Derek pulls his head out, like you know, <laughs> like how how people with long hair do that. Long hair flick as they emerge from the water. <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. There's no mermaid. hair, and he thinks it looks majestic, but it's just a bit soggy. <laughs> he just splashes um, us all. Like, it's it's amazing. And can Derek do a history check to see if he kind of understands what this might be in the woods? Uh, I would say uh, I can't history or nature. I think any of those would yeah. be relevant. Okay. Fifteen. I'll give you a little bit more. So. You have heard of Wellsprings, again, where the Feywilds kind of touch the material plane. And when the Feywild touches the material plane, it can either mean just like a little touch, like a little sprinkle of kind of like good stuff. Um, it can also be a portal to the Feywild. You're pretty sure this isn't a portal. It doesn't feel like a portal. But from the stories you've heard and the feelings you get, this does feel like a positive thing. You've heard tales of heroes who have been going for great fights for days on end, feeling like they're lost, and they come across a pool and they bathe within its waters and a magical effect helps them drive forward and drives them to success. And that drinking and bathing can bring different effects. Okay. Zaga has rolled up her trousers, is just sat with her feet dangling in the water, and she is 
sketching, drawing, taking notes of every single inch of this place. She's documenting everything she can about this, but leaving out, obviously, the part about the whisper. I'm going to guide Custard to the edge of the water and sort of stick my fingers in tentatively and just sort of feel at the temperature and, like, maybe scoop up a little bit and just have a little sip to taste it myself. Put your hand in the water. How does Valna take her bath? Um, does Valna bath? She's, she's not fussy about the temperature. So... It's, it's a functional thing, really. Like In which case, it does just feel very comfortable. Yeah. It feels like you've... You've touched the bath, you know it's going to go to scholarship, but like it does a bit feel warm very comfortable. Or something. Yeah, it yeah. feels nice and comfortable. Perhaps you think nothing of that fact. Yeah. Like, to put your head in and feel it like a sauna is shocking, but to you, it just feels like, perhaps more warm than you'd expect from, like, a cold yeah. river. It's not cold as you might expect, but it feels pleasant. Uh, and you see that um, Custard is also drinking from the waters. Yeah, he, like, takes a little sip and then starts lapping it up, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I scoop up a little bit, have a yeah. taste of it, um, and then maybe start filling up my water skin myself. Nice. Uh, you see Nathan kind of looking at the water. Uh, he kind of puts his backpack on the floor, takes off his kind of jacket, pulls off his shirt, until he's down to just kind of his underwear. Skivvies. He dips his kind of feet into the water. We're going to use the grime lift off, and he pushes himself in uh, to the water. He's like, oh, God, this is really pleasant. You wouldn't, it's warm. I didn't expect that in the woods. And he kind of like lies back in it and kind of bathes in water, kind of, pull, kind of pulling, polishing the grime off himself. I suppose it is warmer than I would have expected. Is anyone else coming in? Uh, fine. Come on. Belmont takes off his clothes, but just conveniently he's got his undergarments on, which are like a Victorian Oh, uh, it's like a full white. smock. Yeah. <laughs> he says, he, he basically like, it's fine once you're in, like as he's kind of paddling around. Anyone else getting in the water? Yeah. My feet are just staying, I'm still remaining Okay. above water level but I'm gonna like wash my hands a bit and yeah. like maybe rub it up my arms a bit but I'm not getting in yes. I'm gonna wash my clothes at the same time you wash your clothes grime comes off disappears take the clothes out put them inside they're like dry as you pull them out and put them on the side wonderful everybody wash your clothes I don't want the stink following us through the forest but uh, <laughs> yes it's also a good ch- a chance to pursue the glorious regime of hygiene Derek you get him Derek Derek's is in. in. No, no, he put his head in. Head. Oh, oh, is yeah. oh, is your head still in? Are you Whoa. okay? <laughs> he just like forgot to breathe. He's just bubbles are just. <laughs> now it's just a, a ripple, not bubbles. Just a ripple. What <laughs> <laughs> <One> last bubble? <laughs> um, I've been taught better than to strip off in front of other people. I think I'll, I'll stay by the side. That's fine. You're missing out. And he kind of like Nathan kind of swims through the waters. Balance. Yes. Um. Your head itches a little bit, like uncomfortably. I suppose it's itching. You go to feel the top of your head and you feel like a little lump <gasps> on one side of your head. No. You put your hand on the other, there's another one. And then you look over at Nathan, you can see Nathan's having the same sensation. And then you see like something sprouting out the top of his hair. <gasps> Atlas. You see they continue to sprout and you watch as they come out and then little tines grow from them until both of you have a little short pair of antlers above your head. And then from them, flowers begin to grow, like a little crown above your head. Maybe we should get out of this water if there's... Are we going to turn into those deer? <laughs> Nathan panics and looks at his hands. It's like oh. Pleasure Island on Pinocchio. He kind of looks at his hands and is like, maybe we should, maybe, maybe we should get out. Let's get out. Kind of swim to the edge, pull yourselves out, out of the water. You all see they've got um, antlers upon the head with little flowers right around. But you feel, like, comforted by the... It's, it's weird. They, the animals look it's a bit pretty. strange, but you're kind of like... Huh. 
They're nice. Box. It's like nice to look at. And yeah. it's there's perhaps a moment where you're like, it's like, I should find this weirder than I do. And then you're kind of like, no, this, this is... This I is. feel ridiculous. Oh, I see you guys have joined me in being horny. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan and Belmont, you now have advantage on all charisma checks that you make. Ooh. Anyone that drank from the water, you once can use the effect of the bless spell without taking any action. This means that you can add a d4 to the d20 roll of a, an attack roll or a saving throw. That charm will just last until you use it. No action, nothing. You can just be like, I want a d4 on this roll, and you can add it on. So anyone that drank from it has that. You can choose to camp here if you want, or you can move on. If you camp here, you're, you feel a bit safer, but you don't know if that's true. It's, it's still quite early. We could definitely go a bit further. I think if we fill up our water skins um, and keep going... Mm, maybe oh, won't. you do all feel nourished as well. You may be right. You feel fed and watered. You don't consume any rations today. Set off further into the woods. Who is leading the party? Is it dark in the woods? Squinty. Maybe at the height of the day, it's like fine. It's like bright light. But kind of either side of midday, it's a bit kind of hard to see what's going on. Here, yeah, gentlemen, if they, uh, if they ever start annoying you, they ever start uh, getting a little bit brittle, try this. And I pull out my uh, scented horn ointment. What does that do? It lubricates your horns. Ooh. And it leaves them smelling quite nice. He kind of, Nathan kind of tentatively puts a hand out. And it takes a bit on them. Hoins, ho, hoins? Hoins. Horns are a, a, a point of attraction for us uh, dragonborn. Here you are, Belmont. I'll dubiously take some and uh, rub it on. Well, you never know what does might be in this forest for you. You, you would... <laughs> Nathan and Belmont share a look like... Thanks, thanks, Derek. Because <laughs> they kind of wipe the oil on that. Does hands. he mean female women or does he actually mean deer? I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of concerned that we're going to wake up deer and go back to that spring at some point. That's still kind of in the back of my head. Can you give me a perception check, please, Valna? Sorry, survival, not perception. Eleven. As you're making your way through the woods. You're kind of in a wider track here almost, like wider gaps between the trees and this kind of shrubbery around you. Three figures jump out. They have green scales and almost like a draconic look. For a second you think they might be dragonborn, but you see they have a long frill down their neck of red and yellow, leading from the top of their head all the way down their back. In one arm, each, each of the three hold a shield with a vicious spike on the front, and in one hand they hold a heavy club. The creatures, you know easily, Valna, are lizard folk. Who speaks Draconic? That'd be Derek. Yo. Derek, Belmont, and... Do you? Yes, I speak Draconic. Wonderful. Oh, right, okay. Everyone except for Valda. So I, I know who they are, uh, but they can hear what they as, say. As they jump out at you, you um, become aware in the trees, subtly moving more figures as the trees rattle. You can't count how many you are. You see branches moving here and there. Maybe five more, maybe ten more. You feel surrounded. Lizard folk jump out, indicating with their clubs, and they shout in Draconic, Get away from this place! This is not yours! Uh, you think you are surrounded. Like, there are, like, 20 of them. Belmont's going to raise his hands. The, we mean no harm. We're simply travelling scholars, not conquering uh, colonists. Anyone else's reaction? Are you waiting to see what they say? Derek drops his shield and his sword and he puts his hands up and yeah, says um... back in, in Draconic, we mean you no harm, everything's fine here. The lizard folk begin to run towards you oh, no, 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 and no, shout, 
Flee, outsiders, flee! As they run towards you, seemingly trying to chase you off. Maybe we should go? Uh... I'm, I'm going to run back sort of further behind the tree line. Yeah. Um, so close enough that I can still see what everyone's doing, but like hopefully hiding from cool. the lizard folk. Is anyone else following Valma? Yeah, I'm going to grab my sword, grab my shield, say, fuck it. <laughs> you flee back. Are you going to do the same? Uh, what, whilst we're running, is there any other directions you would like to us to use to get to the mountain that would... <laughs> <laughs> they shout at you. Uh, Zagri, are you running or are you staying? What are you doing? Look, I back off slowly. I'm still trying to talk to them. Or was it in Draconic? So they, like, do they appreciate and recognise that I'm speaking their language? They do not. They, they, they seem to not care. They're just really trying to get you to go. That seems to be their, like, it's not like they're, they don't seem scared. They don't seem intimidating. They're just like, get away, trying to push you in a certain direction. Zaga, it's all right. We'll go around. It's fine. You don't have to leave. I'm just seeing what you do. Yeah, I'll back off. You back off? Everyone give me a dexterity. Same throw. Zaga's with advantage. A 19. Belmont got 18. 23. Okay. Derek got 14. Derek backing off, grabbing his sword and shield, goes back. And you all kind of go behind the tree line a little bit, maybe a little bit out of view. You can still see him through the bush. And the first one to be aware of this is, Derek, your foot goes to step backwards and goes above nothing. You you fall back and with a mighty splash land in some kind of some body of water. Everyone else managed to catch himself because you were backing off slowly, Zagger. You were aware of the splash and you're able to stop. You find yourself there's probably about the, like, the lizard folk pushed you back a little bit. There was a bit of brush, three feet, and a lake. And as you watch as Derek falls into the lake, you see the shape of three crocodiles swimming through the water towards you. Oh, Derek. If everybody would like to roll the initiative. As Derek falls, splash into the water, you see the lizard folk are starting to menace the way... Well, the three lizard folk you saw start to menace the way towards you with spears trying to push you further into the water. Belmont, your first act. What would you like to do? Get out of there, snappy-like Derek. Hey, Crockle boy, it's time for you to chill. Cold hand. Chill touch, which does not do cold damage. Yeah. Cold hand. A dirty 20. At the crocodiles? At the crocodile, yes. That is only two damage, but it can't heal. Nice. Uh, you cold hands, and the crotic hand reaches out, stroking kind of one of the crocodiles, which kind of, as the hand like uh, gets towards it, lunges up and lets out a bit. Like snap as if to try and attack the spectrum. And for movement, uh, what are my options? Is that can I go down? Um, I would say you're, it's a real tight spot, right. so you can you can either go into the water, right? You can go towards the lizard folk, or you can edge along this bank at half speed. I'm going to start edging along the bank. Wonderful. So you start kind of half speed moving along yeah. the bank trying to get further and further away. You can see the lizard folk have kind of clocked you and one of them looks like it's starting to try and close the gap to try and push you further back. Wonderful. It's the crocodile's turn. Derek is the only one in the water. I'm going to say only one of them was close enough to get to you this round. So they all start to swim towards you. The one in the back is going particularly quick to try and get towards you but the one nearest you manages to uh, get in close enough to bite. The crocodile lunges forth and tries to bite at you, but you kind of, like, splashing around the water, like, bring up your shield, and poof, the teeth kind of break down the other side. You can see the teeth kind of clamping over. But the other two swim towards you and end up right next. You've got three crocodiles. You're kind of treading water, and they're surrounding you, Derek. Okay. Um, Belmont, actually. Belmont, can you give me a survival check? Nine. Never mind. Derek, it's your turn. Can you give me a survival check or an nature check? Yeah. Uh, not one. All right, never mind. Uh, you don't know. You don't notice anything. Uh, can you okay. give me... What do you do? Derek, when he was practicing with Nanny to use his breath weapon, 
uh, were practicing the bath because it was the only way to use it and not break the windows. <laughs> <laughs> Love so it. Derek's kind of in his element here because he's been doing this since he was a baby. Um, so Derek turns around and does the reverse of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator where he rises his head from the water. Derek bobs his head <laughs> into the water <laughs> and um, says, I hope you like bubbles. And uses his breath weapon. I'm going to say you could get two of them. Okay. So you, would, you, would you like to get the one that Belmont's already injured and another one? Yeah, that sounds good, yeah. Awesome. That is a 13 and a 5. The save is 13, so it meets it. Meets it to beat it. Yeah, so, so one The failed. second one fails. Yeah. Uh, cool. As you kind of open your mouth, uh, you can kind of see the ripples going through the water towards the crocodiles. One of them manages to swim out of the way, but you, the other one catches a full breath if you'd like to roll the damage. Uh, six. So the one that uh, Belmont um, started to attack kind of misses the full brunt, uh, but as you do the one kind of takes full body, and you see it's almost like intensified by the water. You can see the ripples, like they did as when you were a child, kind of push out towards you and slam into the uh, crocodiles. Could I try and get out of the water as well? Uh, you will take three attacks of opportunity. No, yeah, I'm done. You yeah. keep treading water. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that is uh, four, which is Zagger. Hello. What is my biggest threat right now? Is um, it the lizard people? Probably. You feel like it's it's difficult, right? Because um, the, the crocodiles are in their territory, right? That is a big threat. But they're going to struggle to get up to get you, whereas the lizard folk are within range of you. So it's kind of like 50-50, but also there are... You can, only three have come out of the bushes, but it looks like there's a lot more just beyond. Do I help to save Derek, or do I fight? If nothing helps Derek before his next turn, he's in a lot of trouble because so there I'm, are I'm... three crocodiles around him. There's very little Derek could have done about that on his turn <laughs> except <laughs> kill them all, but that's that f a feat in itself. Yeah. Uh, but Derek's going to be in trouble if there are still three crocodiles there when they start their turn. If I cast Eldritch Blast, how many can I get without getting Derek? Uh, only one. Whichever, they're all on him though, aren't they? Uh, yes, but one is in worse condition than the others. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick that one. All right, nice. Roll to attack. Come on. Come on. Have you got inspiration? Yeah. You can give yourself advantage yeah. if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. 12 plus 4, 16. That will hit. That's a 6. Fucking nice. Yeah, as the kind of crocodile is in the water, you fire off a streak of power, kind of... Fl How, what do we say Eldritch Blast looks like again? It's my quill. Did I say it was purple? Like a purple streak comes out from your quill. Yeah, Maybe like, like a spurt of like, ink yeah. flies towards uh, into the water and slams into the head of the crocodile, which perhaps has its jaws open to try and bite Derek, and you bam, slam them short, contributing to its miss as it kind of looks up and growls at you and sinks beneath the water a little bit more. Wonderful. It looks truly fucked up. This crocodile's not having a good day. <laughs> this very clearly is a trap of them to push you into the crocodile nest. Yeah. I'll go across the bank. Can you give me a survival or nature check, please? Fifteen. As you're shuffling along, going towards Belmont, did you say? Towards-ish where he's heading, going yeah. Going in that direction. It's basically like a line. Yeah. You go towards Belmont, away from Belmont. Starting to shuffle. Start to shuffle towards where Belmont is. You, kind of watching your feet, notice there are quite a few crocodile footprints around here, quite obviously. There is one crocodile footprint the size of your torso. <sighs> mm -hmm. As you edge away towards Belmont. Um, next up is Fife. <laughs> okay. Fowler, what would you like to do? So, that crocodile that's not been attacked yet, I imagine uh, I'm on that side. Uh, it's, they're all kind of nebulously, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So let me know if I can do this. Okay. I'm wanting I'm to excited. use my inspiration and my bless to like try and make sure I get a hit on this. And I'm wanting to try and get out my longsword, hold it with two hands, dive on top of the crocodile and spike it through its head. Fuck yes. Yeah? Uh, use your inspiration. You, yep, inspiration and my bless, yeah? Yeah, go for it. A 27. That'll definitely <laughs> fucking hit. Are you going towards the, the one that so isn't injured? The, the closest one to me, which I imagine would be the one on the other side from where Belmont that's is. That's easy so, for you. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. The jumping distance is not great, so that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is nine points of damage as I try and spike it through its head. Fuck yes. You jump forward to this crocodile, and as you kind of get towards it, you see its massive jaws open, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and your foot ends up going on the end of its toe, basically. Yeah. Um, and as you do, it slams it down with such force to try and bite you. You miss and you kind of slide off. And as you go for the head, you miss, but you slide down its back as if you're kind of like skidding it. As you mm. drive it through, you feel it going to something as you land with a splash into the, in the water. You've damaged it, you've really hurt it, but it's not gone through the head, unfortunately. But you have definitely got its attention. Um, it is Nathan's turn. Nathan starts to shuffle away towards Belmont, and you can see he's looking at the tree line. And he gets towards you, um, Belmont. He goes, how many do you think there are? He's like seeming to be trying to count, like really focusing on trying to work that out. Doesn't take anything else. He takes a search action to see if you can see what's going on. Custard is doing what he was doing when the gnolls arrived. Mm. He's kind of on the other side of the thing, but he's maybe kind of next to you. Not next to you, but kind no, of on the bank. But he's jumped. kind of, because he was a bit bigger, he knew what was going on. And he is panicking. Like he is mm. shit scared. So this. I didn't give him any commands on my turn. Uh, I'll allow you to do something that's fine. It will be an animal handling check with disadvantage. Yep, um, two. <laughs> Excellent so news. that makes a seven in total. Yep, no, so Custard is, uh, for want of a better word, uh, panicking. <laughs> uh, as he's kind of backing off and scraping the ground, he's again trying to intimidate them away, but the lizard folks seem to be paying very little heed to it. As back off. Maybe one of them's kind of intimidating him back with a spear, and it's kind of like, he's kind of pushing back in fear. Um, you're kind of worried he might fly away. Mm. Like, he's shitting himself. The three lizard folk uh, that were kind of who'd started advancing towards continue to advance towards. Belmont, Nathan and Zagger are the ones still on the back. Can I just say I still imagine that I'm still underwater until my next turn when I resurface? Yeah, that's yeah. fine. The three of them are going to try and shove you guys into the water. Um, I'm going to say because you're squeezing, they have advantage to right. give you a shove off. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make athletics checks and you guys need to uh, either give me an acrobatics or an athletics in response. So what I'll do is I'll do, I'll roll against Zaga first. So Zaga, if you want to give me athletics or acrobatics. I'll do acrobatics because it's plus two, please. Okay, so the DC you need to beat. Okay, not too bad. It is a 13. Mm -hmm. I like the 13. As the beats lizard it, folk it. stands towards you, kind of like snarling and growling, it gets its shield and it pushes you with it. Um, but you kind of grab it and push it back as the lizard folk fails to push you in. Belmont, uh, your DC. Now it's a nine. That's a nat one. The lizard folk like screams in your face and just gets its shield and shoves <laughs> you. You fall straight into the water. Banger. Uh, okay, uh, Nathan needs to be a 22. <laughs> if we're all so close together though, could I not help push him up? Could I hold um, him at like a barrier? I will let you use your reaction to make a dexterity saving throw to try and grab him if he fails. If you fuck up, you're both going in. Cool. So if you grab him and you fail. So first of all, I'm going to see if he makes it out. He does not. He gets that one. So <laughs> he starts to fall in. You can make a dexterity saving throw. 
um, which I will say is, I think I will say, like we'll call it a DC 13. If you succeed, he doesn't fall in. If you fail, if you fail, you both fall in. Sorry, we'll see. Oh, that's a total of five. You're trying. You, Nathan falls in, and as you go to grab, Nathan reaches out and grabs your hand, and you're like, yes, no, as you splash, fall into the water. The lizard folk have succeeded in getting you in the water. Um, God damn it. So a dagger, a javelin, a short sword, spear, or a trident will be fine in the water, but unfortunately, long swords will not. Um, you can hear what the sound. Was that? Is that disadvantage then for a long sword? Yes. Belmont's turn. You are soggy, my friend. What would you like I'm to a do? soggy boy. How close was the lizard man uh, to me? From you. Well, he pushed you into the water, so he's like literally lubing above you. Can I use shape earth <gasps> to like push him towards um try and like angle it so he lands on a crocodile? Oh, um, shape earth just makes you move the earth, right? Yes, so I could kind of catapult him in a kind of direction. Nice. So they assume it's like a loose, moist earth. Uh, yes, I will allow that. You uh, use your magic and you mould the earth. I'm going to have a dexterity stem throw, but it's going to be a tough check. Cool. It slips into the water, slides and splashes next to the crocodile. You see like the panic on its face as it lands in the water. Uh, wonderful. Is that your turn? I'm going to kind of paddle away from the crocodile. You will take one attack of opportunity, I'll say. Uh, is it the one next to me? Oh, am I surrounded by the crocodile? You're next to at least one crocodile. Okay. Nebul- you're all nebulously just in the water. So we're kind of, I'm going to say, Derek's on all sides. Yeah. You've probably got one that can get you. Everyone else has got one that can get them, but cool. Derek's, because he went first and they kind I'm, of swarmed. I'm probably best to stay where I am. Uh, Valna, one of the crocodiles kind of lunges for you to try and bite, but you kind of swim out of the way. It's like teeth crunch around. Uh, Derek, one's going to try and get you. Mm-hmm. That misses. That's a seven. And then a, fuck, a 13. Your armor class coming in clutches, they're kind of like biting and scraping, trying to get at you, but you're kind of ducking and diving and weaving and splashing as much around as much as you kind of can in the water to avoid their teeth. The crocodiles fucked it. Um, three, that is uh, you, my friend. Derek. You can't touch this paddling paladin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use my breath weapon. That's a door. Breath weapon again. Yeah, I get two. <clears throat> Fuck yeah, cool. Everybody takes. Everybody that hears that takes one d12 psychic damage. It's really close quarters. Okay. So, I'm gonna say you. If you want to use your breath weapon, you're gonna have to pick at least one of your allies that you're gonna hit. Uh, okay. Uh, if you go for, you can either pick both Zagger and Nathan. Mm-hmm. Valna or Belmont? Could I try and grapple the crocodile? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, of course you can. Do you want me to tell you what the DC will be? Yeah, go on. Um, okay, the DC is eight. Athletics check, please. I'm going to channel the spirit of Steve Irwin for this one. <laughs> can I use my... Um, bless. Bless. Bless, yeah. You may. 16. You grab the crocodile's mouth yeah, and you kind of grapple it in your arms as the crocodile kind of writhes around your arms, splashing around. But you have grappled the crocodile. Guys, I've got it, I've got it! Uh, well, as you kind of splash and writhe, the crocodile trying to get you off its back. Oh, it can't move. Nice. Um, beautiful. Is that your turn? Mm-hmm. Nice. Four is Zaga. My plan was mage hand him my dagger. I would allow you to draw one and just fling it towards um, Derek. 
and Derek could try and catch it, basically. If Derek doesn't catch it, it's splashing the water and sinks to the bottom of the water. It won't, I, unless you're trying to hit him, it's not going to hit him. But I'm allowed to try and like interact with the object, launch it over it. I mean, I feel as if he's wrestling a crocodile, he's probably not going to have a spare hand. Probably to not. Catch a dagger. No, okay, well, to catch sod your teeth. Then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Derek can do that. <laughs> just Derek opens his mouth. Derek opens, he, his, he he the dice. Derek opens his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely okay. thinks he can do that. Yeah, All right. Uh, Cricky Crocky in front of me. I will just sing the Warlock song and Eldritch Blast nice. him. Oh, that's a 19. Roll a d10. For your damage. Two. Two. <laughs> uh, at now specifically the one near you, correct? Yes. Cool. You fire off your Eldritch Blast, it strikes the crocodile, its head explodes. Woo! Yeah! You kill a crocodile. Yay! <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. That was the one that was harassing you. Oh, uh, was it? Uh, Valna, yes. Uh, you stay, you paddling away? Taking an attack of opportunity? Yeah. Let's make it spicy, why not? You take six points of piercing damage, and you are grappled in its teeth. As you swim away, it bites down around your middle, and you are gripped. You cannot swim away as it kind of, you feel yourself bleeding, the blood kind of starts to flow into the water. Okay. Valna. Okay. So I'm going to swim to shore where, like, opposite from the lizard spokes. So on the other side. Oh, that's side. really far. Oh, is it really it's far? It's like you're in a big lake. Yeah. Oh. Um, you can backpedal on your boat. I'll, I'll, I'll pedal back in that direction a bit. Yeah. How far? And then. Um, 34? Uh, you can Is swim 15. You can swim 15. 15. Yeah. All right, 15. Cool, 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 um, cool, cool. And then I'm going to draw my crossbow and shoot it at the one that's got um, Zagger. Yeah, beautiful. Nice. Roll to attack. 23 to hit. That will hit. Eight damage. Uh, nice. You uh, fire your crossbow. It sticks in the back of the crocodile, um, and you kind of see it kind of they almost like hit it in the back, and blood start to come out. It is in pain. It looks like it wants to flee. I'm going to shout to um, Custard, save Zagger! Uh, uh, animal handling check with disadvantage again because he is a panicky boy. 15. Okay. 15, you see him calm down a bit. He was panicking. His eyes kind of turn and look in mm. your direction. Because of the heightened state of his panic, a 15 is not going to convince him to do anything. But he starts to come down and start to keep an eye on you. You think maybe next time you will be able to ask him to do something. But right now, okay. he's just a bit like freaking out. Nathan is going to disengage and swim away. Maybe as the crocodile's kind of splashing around, he grabs it and kind of pushes himself away towards the bank. Uh, he manages to get to the bank and kind of heaves himself onto the side as one of the lizard folk is starting to kind of come in close. But that is his turn. All right, this is not looking pleasant. Um, they think Zaga's been dealt with. Valna's not looking good. So one of them launches a, a javelin at... Sorry, when I say you're not looking good, you're looking... looking like a threat. Yeah, you're looking like a threat. Uh, it pulls a javelin off its back. Does one of the um, lizard folk. That is a 22 to hit. Six points of piercing damage. Hmm. Oh, that's a six to hit. Both of them fire javelins, and they one strikes you true, and the other one kind of floats into the water. The one that Belmont decided to slip into the water, you kind of see it panics, then starts to slink towards you, uh. swimming expertly, holding its breath with a smile on its face. It is going to hit you twice. This creature has a swim speed, which means its attacks do not have a disadvantage. Cool. I'm probably dead right now. So that is 12 to hit. I have no uh, mage armor up. Four points of bludgeoning damage. So it kind of swims towards you, it strikes you with this uh, kind of horrifying club, and then tries to hit you with its shield, but you manage to kind of grab it and push it out of the way. Belmont, what would you like to do? Belmont would like to cast his uh, 
mage armor. Cool. As you're going, <laughs> you watch as the skeleton kind of grows from your face, skin to I like out. to think I go underground and then all of a sudden, like this bone oh, shark thing, like I've reconfigurated yeah. it. You see the lizard folk kind of like looks really fucking scared as you cast this spell and kind of maybe tries to back up a little bit. Can I try an intimidation check? Um, or does that take up my, everything? It wouldn't be your action, but you can give me an intimidation check to see what your if your vibe is unpleasant. <laughs> I have advantage of this because it's a charisma. Uh, what do you? It is. What are you intending? What is your intended outcome here? What do you want to happen? That's probably a better thing to ask. Kind of with like because I'm underwater, green light flashes and just. Because of the nature of my armor extending, just like I've transformed and grown into this horrible bone creature. But what do you want the lizard folk to do? What Start do you want to, like, to be? back off like, or like, to leave. have a moment. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Give me an intimidation check with advantage. 15. Fuck yeah. The lizard folk looks panicked. Like it's kind of started to back off a little bit, this display of magic. It's kind of under the it's under the water. Yeah. You can just see its face underneath the water as it stares at you. And you can see a bit of panic in its face. It starts to edge back from you. Uh, it is the two remaining crocodiles' turns. The crocodile will zagger in its mouth, swims down. Derek, you can take an attack of opportunity, but you would have to release the crocodile in your arms. I mean, Derek really can't swim. I think it's probably best to keep... He's holding hold. on to the crocodile. I'm holding... I imagine swim. the crocodile's spinning, so Derek's only out of the water 50% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> like rolling around. So I've got good news and bad news. Which one first? Bad news. The bad news is you're being dragged down to the depths, and sure. you are soon going to be suffocating. Mm. Um, the good news is it can't bite you because you're in its mouth. So it swims and drags you down deep into the water. You don't take any damage straight away. Uh, you're correct. So you can hold your breath for three minutes. That's pretty decent, to be fair. Um, you can swim at a speed of 15 feet, so it takes you two rounds to get out. Now, if you do take damage, you have to make a con save where the DC is 10 or half the damage you take, similar to concentrating on the spell. If you fail that check, you lose the air in your lungs and you are suffocating. Not affecting you right now, but you are being dragged underwater. You have got quite a lot of time. You've got good orc constitution, so you're able to hold your breath for quite a while. But nonetheless, this is kind of concerning. Um, whilst you are writhing with this crocodile, uh, it's going to try and bite you. Okay. As you're lashing around, maybe you're trying to hold its mouth closed. Because maybe you've learned, remember somewhere from know, Crocodile, ye old Crocodile Dundee, that they can't open their mouths with much power. So you're trying to grapple it. As you do, you maybe go to grab its hand, and its mouth opens and it clumps down on your hand with a 23 to hit. That hits. Uh, Bites. So you will take... Fucking hell. Um, nine points of piercing damage. Ooh. Funnily enough... The grappler becomes the grapplee. It grabs your hand and swings you round into the water and then it opportunely bites you again and grabs you. You are now wrapped up in its mouth and it has you restrained. It's going to swim down. 